sure. <laughs> All right. So finally hit record on this one. Didn't hit record on the last one here that you, Nick, and I did. That was actually one of our better like Zoom podcasts. So kind of bumming that I didn't hit record there. But Kevin and I with you here for this Saturday night, whatever you want to call it, edition of this is what we think about the Sunday games. Um, a couple of great college football games, I guess, so far today. Not that we talk college football a ton. BYU Coastal Carolina in a game. Real quickly, I don't know if you know who you know how that one came about. Liberty had COVID issues, so they canceled their game with BYU, and BYU made a pro- proclamation on like Wednesday, and we're like, we'll play anyone anywhere. And Coastal Carolina was like, all right, sweet. On Thursday, they're like, we'll play. So they played. So unfortunately, it's probably yeah, I mean, BYU in terms of a bowl game because it's 13 and they lost to the 18th ranked team. But good for them for holding up to the we'll play anyone anywhere. It's pretty badass. And, uh, I mean, it is pretty cool. And it's, the, it's part of the intricacy of this uh, college football season. So where they're not actually sticking to the typical schedule. Yeah. And you get the NFL. And, you know, NFL is pretty business as normal, just no fans, you know couple teams get these COVID outbreaks, got to push the games, but college is really different this year. Yeah. And the other thing I want to talk about the college real quick, because I was just watching the end of that BYU Coastal Carolina game. I like, I don't think I, I I think I said, I don't want it in the NFL, but I like in college. I like how the clock stops after a first down at the end of the game or all all the time it does, but it adds a different layer of like, if you don't have the timeouts, as long as you throw a first down, you can run up and spike it. Yeah, exactly. I think that's, you know, one of the key differences along with the other foot in the, in the NFL game that they, that they get. All right. Yeah. On to to Sunday, Monday and Tuesday football this week, three straight days of football. Tuesday is the only day where we have only one game. Tuesday, the Ravens Cowboys. We're going to get to those at the end. Um, But let's just do it like we normally do. I made my picks earlier today because I didn't have class time, unfortunately. I mean, fortunately, because we don't have class class time to sit and put the picks out. So let's just run it down like the list like we normally do. First one on the slate, it's the Titans at home against the Browns. Here, both teams still fighting big time for playoffs and playoff positioning. Um, I think I'm going to go with the Titans here. I think Derrick Henry, once again, is just going to have a monster day. Um, looking at ESPN fantasy projections, they're thinking he's going to have a monster day. I think he's up around 20 to 22, something like that. Yeah. And, and the Browns, I think, are going to be decent. I think they might win a playoff game. But, you know, let me – you give your thoughts. I want to pull up what the current playoff matchups would be right now. Yep. I know the Giants think? will be playing the Rams. Um. I'm sorry. <laughs> it would be Cleveland but- and Buffalo right now. Who would be playing Buffalo, the Tennessee Titans? No, Cleveland and Buffalo, and then Tennessee and Miami. Okay, okay. What, is Tennessee a three seed then right now? Or Tennessee what, what is a three Tennessee? seed, yep. So, in this game against the Browns, Colin Coward was saying the other day, and I really appreciated what he said here. He said, this is a make-it-or-break-it game for Mayfield. Yeah. And if you, you have Baker, who the Titans have zero pass rush. They're something like 27th in the league in sacks. So he's going to have time to throw. He has a running game, and the Browns' defense is better than the Titans. It's just a lot better. And you can see how the Browns here match up well. And if Baker doesn't show up or keep it close, then, you know, you're going to have uh, an issue. And it's like a, you know, 
prove it or, you know, lose it kind of game for Mayfield with his job. Coward said, I think that's a little dramatic, but I, I, I like the Titans here. And I think Derrick Henry is starting to get rolling and the defense will do just enough. And most of all, I'm just not confident with the Browns on the road against another AFC contender. Well, exactly. And you, we've talked about it enough on this show too, but I mean, yeah, I agree with you that Coward's point about prove it or lose it is a little extreme because I'm not going to take his job away from him, but it is a prove it game. I mean, we talked at the beginning of the year, week one against Baltimore. I mean, that's a great game to establish yourself. He came out 21 of 39, 189, a touchdown and a pick in a huge game there. Um, great. The Rams wasn't that great. 12 of 25 for 122. No touchdowns, no picks. Against Houston, still good. 12 of 20, 132. Houston's a decent team. Philadelphia, okay, he kind of came out. I didn't think he was going to come out in that game. And then he's been winning against the bad teams. And honestly, the Browns haven't had that rough of a schedule. I mean, they played Indianapolis. They played Pittsburgh. So I agree with you. This is a, this is a big one if the Browns win this one. I mean, Browns currently sitting at 8-3, Tennessee at 8-3. Two, so this one's what? So this would move – I mean, Cleveland still would stay out of the first top four seeds because it's going to be Pittsburgh, um, barring a completely monumental collapse, which has never been seen in the NFL before. Um, but it, it's a chance for the Browns to prove themselves and start being taken that much more seriously because at 8-3, and three, two, you're not taking them as serious as you could be. Yeah, they definitely wouldn't be taken more seriously after this game. And it would be something that say, oh, the Browns, they actually have a chance to do well. They're not a fluke eight and three. They showed up against another AFC playoff team. And it, w- it, would, it would go a long ways towards their perception um, in, the, uh, in the NFL world. Well, and the same thing, too. You look at this game and it's you kind of look at what's left of the AFC right now. And you've got Cleveland, I would say the first four seeds – one, two, three, and four are more or less probably locked up. Tennessee and Indy might flip. That's the only one I could see flipping. I think Buffalo is going to win the AFC East. Chiefs are going to win the AFC West. Pittsburgh is going to win the AFC North. But this game is going to be proven important to me because we can jump down a little bit to my lock of the week, the Miami Dolphins, going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Dolphins Mm -hmm. roll that game. And you look at Cleveland, if Cleveland loses this, they're tied with Miami in the division. I don't know where the tiebreakers line up there. But it's the difference between playing Buffalo or playing Tennessee. Now, it is playing Buffalo in Buffalo, so maybe Cleveland wants to go play Tennessee in Nashville. But who knows? It's just this determines seeding. I mean, Cleveland's a fifth seed right now, the best non-division leader right now. But you lose this one, and then if Indy wins, Indy's now ahead – there's a lot going on here in this AFC while these teams are in it. And I think these are probably going to be the playoff teams. Baltimore might sneak in. I'm not sure. We can talk about them in a little bit. They're still a game out of the playoffs. But it's going to bear huge for the playoff seeding, especially then if Tennessee has to face – Cleveland has to face Tennessee again in that first round of the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, it's um, – the AFC wild card is going to be very intriguing. The NFC's uh, wildcard spots are essentially locked up. The AFC is still wide open. They've got a couple, I think, two or three teams on the outside looking in in Baltimore. Baltimore and the Rams, I would say. And then maybe – I don't even – I don't think I feel like 
going that far as to say New England because I think there's so much other crazy stuff that has to happen for New England to get in. Yes, you've got Baltimore, Vegas, and New England. But... Oh, Vegas was the one. Yes. Sorry, the Rams are um, NFC. Yeah, Vegas. Uh-huh. So, oh. it's – I don't want to play any of those teams. I think the, the top of the AFC is very lopsided. I feel like Indianapolis is sneaky good. But the other wild cards, Miami, Cleveland, Miami's way ahead of schedule in their rebuild. Cleveland is, you know, I think they've, they've maxed their potential. They're, they can't be an elite team with Baker at quarterback, I don't think. And then I think Vegas is sneaky as well. So I'd like to see Cleveland and Miami out with Baltimore and Vegas in, with Indy in there as well. Because I think that would make the most intrigue in those first round games. And you know, somebody's going to be playing Pittsburgh in that in that first round because guess what? They're not going to get the number one seed. Man, I, the game. Yeah, I, I would love to see. I would love to see the Colts and the Titans round one. Hey, part three. Part, part three, three would be yeah, good. First, both, both have been lopsided for different t- teams. I mean, you had the first one when the Colts came out and beat the Titans thirty four seventeen. They had last week with a 45-26 Titans win. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's an interesting league. And when you look at what each team – and the AFC is clearly the stronger conference this year. Yeah. So you look at it, and there's so many good teams. They have eight good teams, eight teams that can win these these playoffs. Nine, excuse me, nine. Yeah. With um, the seven that are currently in, and then, I don't know, all I want to see in the AFC, though – is Pittsburgh and Kansas City. That's what I want to see in the AFC Championship. Yep. Because if these teams are clearly head and shoulders above the rest, record-wise. Oh, absolutely. And um, then when you look at the way they match up together, with Pittsburgh's defense being the strength of their team and then Kansas City being the strength, uh, their strength being offense, it, it, it could be a really, really good AFC Championship game. Next one on the list for us, also in the 1 o'clock slate, is the Jets at home against the Raiders. I'm taking the Jets as my upset pick, you know? Uh, here we go again. I know, I know. But I saw the Raiders get the doors blown the heck off by the Falcons. And yeah. I've seen the Jets have decent contention in games. What was it? Was it against the Browns or the Dolphins? Which one the last week or so did they take down to the last – there was a throw from, like, the 30 into the end zone. Wasn't it the Chargers game? And yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. Yes, it was the Chargers game. And then they game. almost beat New England. They almost – yeah, exactly. The Chargers game almost beat New England. I, I just – I have a hard time seeing a team go 0-16 just because it's very, so very hard to do. And I, Exactly. If I'm going to find an upset pick here, I'm going to go with the Jets against the Raiders. The Raiders got their doors blown off. They're probably – at. They're six and five right now. With the way the AFC is, they're probably probably out of it. Um, maybe not entirely. They'd have to win a couple and have a couple of these teams lose. But some of these teams, the Raiders. Least, well, no, I think the Raiders will make the playoffs. Let's look at their schedule. I was going to say, who do you think they're going to make the playoffs over? Let's look at their schedule. Have you uh, seen their games against the Chiefs? They were remarkable. Against the Chiefs, sure, but the Chiefs oh, are yeah. the best team in the AFC. Yeah, I agree. All right. All right, so here we go. This week they played the Jets. They should win that game. Um, I am not super, super uh, disagreeing with your pick of the Jets here. 
I was going to say, you're not shaking your traditional pick against the Jets lock of the week. <laughs> the only reason I hesitate here, and I'd hesitate to take the Jets as the upset, is because the Raiders are again playing the 1 p.m. Eastern slot, 10 p.m. West Coast. Yep. So yeah, yeah, everyone yeah. said, okay, they came out flat last week, 1 p.m. start in Atlanta. I don't think they can do that two weeks in a row. I don't think Gruden's going to let that happen. And granted, the Raiders are probably a beatable team on the Jets' schedule, but I think the Raiders are actually going to come out and, and dominate the Jets. I don't I think also, Gruden's going to happen, uh, let him lose, like, embarrassingly on the East Coast back-to-back weeks. Sure. I also am going with the – Jets too. I, I think the Raiders, it also helps. I think the Raiders aren't going to have Josh Jacobs because of COVID. Um, it kind of hurts their running attack. I know they've got other guys to fill in for them, but that guy's been good for them. Um, so I just think I keep just trying to find a way for the Jets to win. I don't like the Jets, but <laughs> just, I don't see this team going 0-16. Um, but the Raiders schedule, it's interesting that you brought yeah. that up because mm-hmm. you look at it and Based off those teams that are ahead of them, they more or less control their own destiny in a way. Um, exactly. If they all they need to do is win, I, I don't think I was saying at one point there was a lot they needed to happen, but they play the Colts, they play the Dolphins, they're a game behind both of those teams right now. There's your so game, their there's right head to head matchup. They're six and five, right? Yep, they beat the Jets this week, seven and five. Next week, the Colts at home, you know, I know it's COVID world and stuff. So no fans, but you get another – I think they can beat the Colts at home. The Raiders, to me, they pass the eye test. That's why I'm so high on the Raiders. They really do pass the eye test. Their defense is scrappy enough, and their offense is good. Chargers at home, that should be another win. Dolphins at home, that's a very good game. The Colts and the Dolphins that's game, a, like you said, they're going to control that, that destiny. That Dolphins-Raiders game, that's a sneaky good Saturday night game. Yeah. That's that's, after Christmas. Excited for that one. On, on extended, Finally. On extended rest, too. You got nine days rest on that one because they played Thursday right. the week before. Another good yeah, hey. game. This NFL is doing us nice towards the end of the season here. Ah, it, it'll be uh, – the headline will be Herbert versus the Raiders. That's oh, the only reason that makes the Chargers watchable. Um, yep. And then the Raiders are going to beat the Broncos at the end of the season, hopefully. So I'd like to see them in the playoffs, and I think they can make it. I know um, a couple other teams face a harder road. So I think a lot of people are thinking that the Raiders will get in. Look, I don't, the, want to go to, over the, I don't want to go to fantasy land, but the Raiders get in. Well, you're all right. We're saying Kansas City is going to be the one seed. All right. Never mind. Well, no, you know, you know, Pittsburgh has the cupcake schedule. So maybe they'll. Uh, I'm just saying, if Kansas City's the two seed, you got the Raiders going up to get two Kansas City first round of the playoffs if that's the way it holds that would be that would be something yeah i mean there would be some good storylines there and you know they already did it once why couldn't they do it again and like you said it's hard to beat a team three times in a, in a year so you know they didn't so yeah maybe they lost that game at home strategically yep <laughs> all right well, we've they, talked too much about the Ravens. there's my there's my steelers ravens argument for later this season but we'll get to that um <laughs> Vikings Jaguars. This uh, is very simple. It, it, it's the Vikings, but I don't care about this game. I, I exactly. Who cares it's, about like who's in their right mind cares about this? It's Minnes. You've got Minnesota at five and six. That NFC North sucks. I mean, Chicago has turned out to be an absolute dumpster fire. 
Yeah, it doesn't warrant this game doesn't warrant much discussion. I think it's the Vikings easy. Jaguars are going to keep throwing in random quarterbacks, and they always keep it kind of close. But uh, I think the Vikings at home they'll they'll get uh, they'll get cooking, and the Vikings are going to take that one. Yep, Dolphins Bengals almost a lock for me. Which one? The Vikings almost a lock. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dolphins Bengals. Um, there's no Burrow with that ACL injury. Um, I'm, I'm I'm going Dolphins because they have a lot to play for right now. So I've got the scouting report on the Bengals. I watched them a week ago. Yep. Um, they're terrible. They can return kicks for touchdowns once. Yeah. So <laughs> if they can return they can kicks go. for touchdowns and they can force turnovers consistently, then they might win the game. But otherwise, yeah. I think the I think the Dolphins will win. Also, if the opposing team's quarterback gets injured and the other team has to hang on for dear life, then maybe you got a chance. Yeah, you got to throw Colt McCoy in the fucking third quarter. Uh, um, yeah, so we'll get to the Giants game a little later on, but yeah. here the Bengals just look like a team that's um, not great, looking great, and I, I think the Dolphins are going to take it. Fitz is starting again, and um, Fitz is going to light them up. It'll be Fitz magic. Yeah. I think the theme of this week overall, and especially going to this next one, is these teams that have something to play for versus these teams that just have nothing to play for right now. Colts, Texans. Exactly. I mean, there's a perfect example of it. The Texans have nothing. Um, going but four and seven. I'm almost tempted to take the Texans here. I'm really almost tempted. I think they could mess around and win this game. I think I think they definitely could mess around and win the game. I just think the Colts have so much more riding on this game here. I mean. Agreed. The Texans, yeah, they all right, fine. They beat the Lions pretty good on um, Thanksgiving, but they beat the Pats. They did beat, yeah, they beat the Pats. You could take the Texans there. Um, I don't know. I, I'm going with the Colts here. I think they have more to play for, like we outlined with the Raiders. Um, all these teams really are all playing each other, so it's going to be a lot of. If you want to get into the playoffs, it's going to be who's going to win. Not win out, but who's going to win, you know, the important game. one of the remaining games and, and, and win the ones that matter. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's, uh, it's really important. You want to switch over to the Bears-Lions here? I mean, fine, if we have to, yeah. <laughs> hey, you take the Lions. What, they're on the road? I took the Lions on the road. Um, I don't know why I took the Lions. The Bears – the Bears have no idea what they're doing at quarterback. And I think the Bears have been so funny this season because – and Jamal put it right, and I'm going to give him credit. Like, this is really me throwing out myself out on a limb. But when everyone was on the Bears trade or whatever, and he's like, nope, they're not a playoff team. The Bears aren't a playoff team. They started off strong. They beat the Bucks, great. Um, they're still bad. Mitch Tru- Nick Foles is just not a good quarterback. Um, I, I don't even Glad know. Glad you finally realized that. I don't know who's starting a quarterback for the Bears right now. Is it Mitch? I think it's Bisky playing tomorrow. All right. Um, that could be one I could change, although I really don't feel indifferent one way or another. What's the line on this one? I think it's Bears minus three. Pretty sure the oh. Bears are minus three at home. Lions, oh, wait, got, the Lions got run over on Thanksgiving. New coach. I'm going to do what I did with the Falcons. I'm going to ride the interim coach bandwagon. I did that with the Falcons earlier this season. It worked for about <laughs> So I'm going with interim coach here um, in this one. Yeah, Bears favored by three points in this one. Next one, 
as long as you're fine. What do you have? Anything on this one? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just confirming that it's Bears minus three at home. Bears, I, both teams are terrible. Lions had the coaching and GM shakeup uh, the weekend after Thanksgiving. Um, I'm just thinking that Bears maybe respond a little bit. Nagy really called them out after that Green Bay loss last weekend, which was a disaster. And maybe the Lions don't have much of a secondary, so maybe Bisky can make a few of those throws. And I know the Packers don't have one that's much better, and they made him look terrible. But um, the Lions are going to Lions, and they're away, so they don't win many games away. They win a lot more at home. And then, yeah, I, I'll take the Bears. That all leads me to take the Bears. Yeah. Saints. Falcons. I don't really want to take either team. Yeah. Saints Falcons is the last one in the one o'clock slate this week. There's a lot in the four. Um, I'm going Saints here. Taysom Hill has kept this team afloat. Um, I'm not sure if he's going to be the long-term option after Breeze is done, but he's done, he's done exactly what he's needed to. He's kept this team afloat and kept them winning the games they should. And they, they, all these games they've had, they they should have won, and they have won them. So I do like the Falcons in the recent recency with what they were able to do against the Raiders. That was a pretty good show of offense. Um, but, you know, the Saints, I think I'm going to go with them. Um, unfortunately, my only beef with the Saints right now is allegedly Drew Brees comes back next week against Philadelphia, so that should be fantastic. Um, yeah, what are the reports on him? Have you seen any reports? Um, I haven't heard much about it, so I can't say it's – I can't imagine it's – All right. Here, so, what do you think about this? Here we go. Yeah. Um, this is another one that I can see as an upset special with a team that has some – some. the Falcons have been hot lately. They're 4-2 and two in their last six. Like you said, they're riding that uh, interim coach high, I guess, that teams seemingly get. Uh, really against logic with the interim coach after their head coach gets fired. Maybe it prompts them to respond or something. But you're looking at the Saints here, and I just think even though the Falcons look like they could upset special at home, one o'clock start, Saints, the Saints are just going to come in there and find a way to win. Their defense is balling. They're playing really well. I know they played uh, crappy squad wide receiver last week, but they looked good. And Taysom Hill looked a little bit worse, which is why I'm I thought about Falcons, but then I just thought Saints have too much at stake here. Saints are going to win this game. They want to hold that number one seed, and they want people coming to that dome, even though it's it's still a tough place to play without fans or with minimal fans. So um, I'm going to roll with the Saints. I think – yeah, I 100% agree with everything you said. So I initially thought when he was first injured that um, Breeze was coming back after he got off IR, which was um, – week 14 against the Eagles. They're saying that's unlikely because I think of the extent of the ribs that were. Yeah, exactly. So apparently these ribs, according to the lines.com talk about it, it's talking about, you know, six weeks to heal. So we're looking maybe at Christmas um, against the Vikings. Is Christmas a Saturday or Sunday? Friday. There's football on Christmas. Yep. Oh, that's awesome! The Saints yeah. actually Saints actually play the uh, the Vikings on Christmas. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm looking at. So Saints Vikings will be two days before six weeks since Breeze got injured. So something around then, week 16, week 17. Um, 
Saints right now, if playoffs ended, it'd be the one seed. I'm not sure. Sh- What's their rest of their schedule look like? Okay, so they've got um, they got the Eagles. That should be a win even with Taysom Hill, I think. Yeah, I mean, Taysom Hill is bad. They, they, they find ways to use him right. Chiefs might be a loss, so maybe, maybe there's your third loss. So then you're putting them in the category of maybe Seattle, Green Bay. Um, somewhere like that. They have the Vikings and the Panthers to end it. That should be two wins. So you're really only looking at the Chiefs game possibly being a loss. Um, there. They're going three straight on the road here. Last week at the Broncos, this week at the Falcons, and next week at the Eagles. Wow. So just a side note on what you said about football on Christmas. Usually if Christmas falls on a Sunday, they don't put those games on Sunday. They usually play them on Christmas Eve so all the players can have a Christmas. I'm surprised they're actually playing a game on uh, December 25th this year. So it'll be a nice little treat. And, you know, maybe they knew we'd all still be locked up in quarantine. So um, the NFL giving us a nice little Christmas Day treat, which should be a pretty good game. The Vikings always seem to play the, uh, the Saints tough. But I think the Saints should win this week. And if they do trap here and fall into a little bit of a trap, I it, it could prove – bad for them because they looks like they've got at least another loss on the schedule with the Chiefs. I think, you know, the Saints are too good or the Chiefs are too good. doesn't matter if they're in the dome. The Chiefs are going to win that game. And so the Saints lose here, then they they're in danger of losing that one seed. So I like the Saints. The nice thing for these top three NFC teams, division winners, um, is that nobody can get the fourth spot because nobody's getting down that low to whoever wins the dreadful NFC East. Um, yeah, I like the Saints. I'm not at the point where I want to pick against them. Against the Chiefs, I will, obviously. Um, next one's the Seahawks and the Giants. Um, with Daniel Jones, I fully agree with you. I would Even still, I'm thinking, you know, the Seahawks did not look good on Monday night. Nope. Um, they didn't look good at all. Uh, that was a very back and forth um, in a way that I don't think actually anybody that listens to this show regularly um, knows that they can't construe this anyway. Um, they're kind of lucky that Philadelphia, you know, didn't get a first, had negative four yards through the first half. Because <laughs> with the way that Seahawks offense was playing and going three and out, I mean, you could have. And, and turning the ball over on downs, which they did twice there in that first half, and Philly couldn't take advantage of it, obviously. Well documented. Um, with Daniel Jones, I think I might have been leaning towards the Giants. I would have definitely said Giants and whatever the points were. It had it been three, you know, three or five, whatever it was. Um, Seven and a half, I think, right now. I'm saying with Daniel Jones, I might have taken the Giants and the points. Um, I still think the Seahawks are going to win outright. I, I toyed with the idea of doing an all – anti-NFC East parlay this week um, and just going, yeah. picking all the games against the NFC East. We'll get to the rest there. I think the Seahawks win this. They're at home. Giants have to travel. Giant Colt McCoy, I think Joe Judge has probably done a good job of game planning for him, but at the end of the day, I just think the Seahawks bounce back from how dreadful they looked Monday. Yeah, so this game, if it were Jones, I'd be much more likely to pick the Giants. Like you said, and it's so funny how we're, we're, we're saying that now. Because last <laughs> month we were like, can the Giants win a game with Daniel Jones? Yeah. And now we're like, can they win a game without him? 
Yeah. That just shows how much this guy is improving over the last month of the season. He's looked great. Uh, against the, the Bengals, he was having the best, one of the best games, cleanest games I've ever seen him play. You know, granted it's Cincy. Like I said, they were earlier in the show, they looked like crap. Their defense isn't any good. But he was still carving them up. And that's something you can build off of as a young QB. And Seattle's defense isn't much better, but obviously they're better than Cincy. So the Seahawks here, I think they'll come out a little sleepy. And I think the Giants will put up some early points with Cole McCoy at QB. Yeah. Because, like you said, Jason Garrett has designed a game plan for Colt McCoy this week. He said they customized, quote-unquote, the playbook for Colt McCoy this week. So you're not going to see him r- running right in a designed run play like the Giants for some reason called in Cincy with Colt McCoy. I mean, I haven't even seen that play with Jones, and Jones has proven to be more of a running QB this year. So I think the Giants are going to keep this one close. And I think it's going to look like a, maybe a 27-21 score. Um, maybe not for the Giants because, you know, we'll get a couple field goals. So um, the defense will keep us in it and it'll be close until maybe the third quarter or so. And then uh, Colt McCoy will just be overpowered. But then again, I, I give the Giants like maybe a 15% chance in this game. Cause, yeah. So if the Giants win this game, I will be convinced we're going to the playoffs. Colt McCoy, like, great, good win. Thank you, buddy. You know, we're going back to Dan. But, like, not that it would be a decision, but – I'd be convinced that this team can win without, you know, like if you can win without your starting quarterback on the road in Seattle, I'd be convinced this team's going the playoffs and Hey, maybe we can make some freaking noise. We beat Seattle. Yeah, you know, one of the top game. teams. Yeah. yeah. If you could, if you could go into Seattle with a backup quarterback in his first week and beat Seattle on the road. Yeah. You could probably beat the Rams at home, um, and which, which is who your opponent is right now. With Daniel Jones. Um, I Not think to be other, all positive. Yeah, yeah, I think the other big thing, two things for me out of this game that kind of trend towards the Seahawks. Number one, um, with Daniel Jones out, if you had Saquon, I think I even still, I, that would sway me towards the Giants. Something else, you got something else you could rely on. Um, I, I can rely on Wayne Coleman. That, that's fair. That's fair. We're, that's going to be a fun off-season conversation. That, that's a good one. Foreshadowing. No, it's not a conversation anymore. Um, it was in the moment a couple weeks ago when I said we don't need him. We need Saquon. He's so much better than Wayne. But second, Wayne has been amazing this year. Second, uh, Wayne's going to get a Wayne's going to get a nice contract from somebody. He's a free agent after this year. So, um, send him down. On he's, he's, had a, he's had a touchdown in five straight games. Well, you guys have a running back that, for some reason, you guys don't want to hand the ball to him. No, I'm benching don't. him in fantasy this week. I, I cannot, I cannot rely gonna, on him but anymore. But you know he's going to go off. Like, like I'm just being joking. But the second you bench him, um, that's other, fine. I'm starting most of it. Other thing for this too, and it's been documented in our picks. Um, I think if this was like the Browns game, um, or the Cowboys game, even the Cardinals game. Heck, but the Browns and the Cowboys, I, th- I think I'd line more towards the Giants, too. It's one of these where it's nice, like you said, if you win it, yep, you're, you're solidified going to the playoffs. If you lose it, I mean, you weren't expected to win this game anyways. No, that's why I'm, I'm very behind you, starting you know, Cole McCoy. Yes, I don't Dan. See a whole lot of, it's not that I, I don't see a whole lot on this game here, I think, but I think if Colt McCoy wins this for you guys, it's going to be absolutely 
massive. Well, if there's one thing we know about the Giants this year, they're going to keep it close. It's not going to be yeah. even with a backup. Colt McCoy is season bet, 11 years in the league. He's going to keep it close. And I just like the way that the Giants defense is playing. They're going to get a turnover. They're going to get something from Seattle. Set us up in good field position. And I just – I'm not convinced that this is going to be a blowout. And maybe I could be wrong, but I don't think Joe Judge's teams really get blown out, even though I've only seen an 11-game sample size. Yeah. So I think this team's going to come to play, but Seattle's going to Seattle's going to win. They're, they'll pull away in the fourth quarter, like I said. Next one we've got here, the Cardinals and the Rams, and I'm crying a minor foul on you for taking the Rams as your upset pick because <laughs> they're the favorites. Nope. Am I just reading? Oh that? shit! <laughs> I was no, that, that... Did that shift dramatically? Okay, fine. Watch this. I'll keep it yellow. I got to take the card. <laughs> there you go. Taking the Cardinals too. You and I both on the Cardinals in this one. You got them as your upset. You're finding these great upsets, these, like, 3.1. What was your one last week? Your one last week was, like, highway robbery of an upset pick. The Titans. The Titans. Oh, yeah, the Titans Colts. Um, that, that's where you're going to find the upsets. That's where you're going to get the extra points. I, I, mean, I if I were you, I'd take the Rams. Why? I mean, I was taking a, the Rams for parity, but uh, one of, I'm looking at a – it's called VegasInsider.com. And it has like lines from like five different sources. Yeah. And the first one, the first one said that the Rams were, uh, the Cardinals were one point favorites. And I was like, oh, uh, yeah, I'll please give me the Rams. But then the rest of them say minus three Rams. So, or minus yeah. two and a half Rams. So, uh, I'll take the Cardinals because it's just a, a team that can win. They're at home. Kyler's, Kyler's going to be playing. They kind of got embarrassed last week in, in New England. Yeah, um, given up a, I think it was the ten nothing lead. So I'll I'll take the uh, I'll take the Cardinals. And it was a hundred percent avoidable loss to New England too. It was it was a late hit out of bounds penalty that they incurred against themselves on Cam. So on that play, Newton got the first down. It was just fifteen additional yards. So you don't know if New England's going to get in a field goal range there, and you might get the get the coin toss in overtime. So. The Cardinals lost that game. Too many, too many penalties. Too many personal fouls. So, yeah, maybe a rebound this week at home against the Rams. It's gonna be a tough game. I think it's gonna be a good game to watch. Sadly, it's at the same time as the Giants game, so That's probably why not gonna watch it. Red zone <laughs> to screen that. Um, I yeah. need to. I'm I'm with you on the Cardinals. Uh, I think they bounce back after losing a close one to the Patriots. Um. And once again, but it's going to be a good game. I think that's that's where I'll leave that because it's it's two teams that are fighting for seeding right now. It's going to flip the NFC West, I believe. Although I don't know what the first matchup between these two teams. That would be a good thing to know. First this match. is the first matchup. Oh, this is the first one. Okay. So then these two currently separated by one game. So this would bump Arizona to the second in the NFC West. Um, it would actually put Arizona against um, the Giants. Oh, okay, that's good. Well, we'll play them next week, so we're we're ready for that one. Yeah, so, so 
Jeez, there are a lot of fun games here coming up. Like we were talking about early on in the AFC. Now we're talking about the NFC. It's just these teams that are the, – the first round of the playoffs isn't going to be the first time that you watch the teams play each other. You're going to have a lot to go off of. Yeah, exactly. No matter who it is. Um, so I'm with the Cardinals here. Next one, the two 425 games here. It's the Chargers and the Pats. Um, I'm going Patriots here only because – you know, they, they eked one out against the Cardinals. Um, they look to be playing a little bit better, and there's still that small glimmer of hope that, you know, keep winning your games, and who the heck knows what happened, what happens with the playoffs. I mean, you're chasing Indianapolis 7-4. and four. You're two losses behind – two games behind them, and just who knows. Um, so I – and the Chargers have nothing to play for. Herbert, I like Herbert. They're going to be good down the road. Um, it's just not now. They need the right coach. The Chargers need the right coach, but here we go. Um, I'm going the Chargers for parity. Once again, another one where I can see an upset special, New England coming out west. But then again, I don't like New England coming out west. That's a long trip. Yeah. And I know Bill Belichick teams won't be phased by playing on the west coast, but I'm going to go Chargers. I'm starting Herbert this week in my money league, as I have for like the last five weeks. Um. I think he might light up that Patriots secondary. If he can just stay away from the turnovers, which the Patriots defense, all they do is, is turn people over. They don't pressure the quarterback. So, you know, Bill Belichick, the legend is he never loses to rookie QBs. So that's another reason, good reason to take the Patriots. I just feel the Chargers here. I'm, it's, it's kind of a gut pick. Yeah. Um, I'm on the paths here um, because, you know, I just think they have things to play for. Um, however, I'm also like, I don't like some of the things you say, cause I'm not you uttering the phrases, Bill Belichick coach team um, anymore after the beginning of the season, when I constantly pick the Patriots, cause Oh, the Patriots won't <laughs> lose twice on Monday night or, or in prime time. Oh, the Patriots won't lose three in a row. Bill Belichick teams never do that. Um, I'm on the Patriots here. Next one. Uh, last one in the Sunday late slate here at 425. It's the Packers and the Eagles Packers at home. Philly on the road. Um, there's been a couple positive things to come out this week. Apparently Wentz got up in front of the team and basically told the team he sucks. Um, <laughs> which I guess, according to sources, went over well with the players. Um, he gets Zach Ertz back. Not sure if that's going to make a difference. Jordan Howard's going to be active. Um, so you're probably maybe you should pick up Jordan Howard because uh, I'll probably just feed him the entire game. Um, no obviously, none of it. Last week, I actually gained points off an Eagles game um, instead of losing points for like the last four weeks. So I'm going Packers here. Um, be a pleasant surprise if Philly can do anything in this game. Uh, they were able to upset the Packers last last year. Uh, I don't think the Packers liked that at all. Um, so I think the Packers come out and win, and win this game here. Uh, I'm hoping maybe Philadelphia looks a little bit better, but – you know, it's in the 425 slate, not – I guess that – I don't – whatever. I, it should not be a primetime game. It really shouldn't. But well, it is like 11-point favorites. I would toy with taking lines. I would toy – they're eight and a half. Never mind. Seahawks are 11. Wow. I would, I would probably take the Giants in points. I think they're more towards 10. Um, so, here we're looking at the Eagles, who just look like a train wreck. Oh yeah, and I don't think I don't think the week to come out and say you stink 
is the week to say, you know, hey, I'm going on the road to Green Bay now. It's not a good thing. You know, the Bears, the Bears are a team that I think kind of equate with the Eagles. Yeah. They have a little bit better of a defense. Their offense is terrible. Eagles offense is terrible. Um, you just, there's, there's potential. And maybe Doug will finally figure out how to call a running play. This week he probably will because I benched Sanders. But um, you'd think that maybe he'd run the ball a little bit. The Packers defense is not good against the run. And he just, week after week, when you think they're going to come out and hand it off, they don't. It's funny because you read some of this stuff and it's like, there's so much coming out when you, I mean, you know how it is with the Jones. When you follow these beat writers, there's so much stuff coming out that you got to disseminate between what, what's what and what's what and what's somebody writing a story. But you look at it and, and talking about the Eagles and like Doug's play calling, I'm not sure if over the last few weeks it's really been all his play calling because they've said a lot more of it's been Press Taylor calling plays and a lot of it's Wentz changing the plays at the line. And Taylor, who's the quarterback's coach, and Wentz are buddy-buddy and – you know, a lot of people are coming out and saying that's not good because he's not holding them accountable and he's changing these plays that are getting put in. Um, so we'll see. Uh, yeah. It, yeah. Like you said, this isn't – I'd be thrilled if they proved me wrong, but the get-right game is not against Green Bay at Lambeau Field. No fans or no fans. That's I agree. Not, that's not where you're going to have your get-right game. Um yeah, I'm going Packers here. Line's eight and a half. I think I'd still take the Packers in the points. This might probably be like a 10-point game, I would think. I think so. It won't I think feel at like a 10-point game, but it will. Um, I think at least a 10-point game. Um, I think Rodgers could come out and deal. Yeah. And when he does that, the Eagles' secondary is going to get shredded. Devontae Adams against Darius Slay, good luck. Yeah, the <laughs> Packers are going to go vertical, and then when they don't, they're going to just run it down your throat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough game for the Eagles, and it's a consequence of winning the NFC East last year. So, it is what it is, and yeah. it's Rodgers, it's Lambeau. What's the weather for tomorrow? I'm not even poking fun at it. Let's just see what the weather is in Green Bay tomorrow. If it's in the 30s, it probably should be. 35. Partly yep. cloudy. Oh, and another one of these great – this is a CBS game here. But, really? Yep. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take the pack. That's it's it. Yeah, it's, both, uh, both, both late games are CBS. Both 425s are CBS. There you go. That is so, weird. Oh, Patriots, Chargers, that makes sense. Okay. Um, Sunday night football. She's Broncos. Um, this isn't even worth a discussion. Yeah. Chiefs, they're your lock. <laughs> That's a good lock. The, the Chiefs, it can be a lock every week in my mind. Um, I remember when I got to pick the Chiefs as an upset against the Ravens earlier in the season. That was amazing. <laughs> Did you do that? Um, yeah. I mean, they were underdogs. The Ravens were playing at home on that Monday Night Football game that you won the over on. Or the under. You won the under. Oh, yeah. By the, oh, yeah. There you go. Week three. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because Matt and I both took the Ravens. That was back when, you know, Matt actually cared about his picks. I mean, we got to get uh, 
Mr. Pickles on here and Jamal to get some picks in. I was going to say, Mr. Pickles is too busy doing his Christmas tree sales. We should, uh, yeah, apparently sell them at night too. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand that. I'm, I'm going to shoot them a text. Yeah, you should tell Jamal now because, you know, he won't be up before one tomorrow for the game start. So, yeah, um, he, he's not going to wake up until Tuesday. No, you, Wednesday. Just Wednesday. Do you, what'd you say? Just Wednesday. Or, I mean, Monday. He's going to be up by Monday at 5 p.m. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you think, like, when he's home, do you think when he wakes up Monday morning, you think he, when he takes a shower, he's playing the, all the football theme songs? <laughs> he does that <laughs> at home, too. <laughs> because that was the funniest thing. That's going to have to go on. Maybe that'll go Monday on our Instagram. Because I have the, the – I screen recorded the video of you walking up right by the bathroom door and it's just blasting the Monday Night Football theme song. Maybe you should wait for when they play the Bills. Yeah. And yeah. that's actually like a big game. When it's a big game this weekend for the Steelers. <laughs> she, um, yeah, she, Chiefs are going to win this one. Um, it's Chiefs huge. Huge. I mean, two, two or three touchdowns in my mind. Yeah. Um, on to Steelers and Washington. Once again, need the Steelers to do me a solid. Just, just do me one solid. Beat Washington. Giants are probably going to lose this week. Eagles are probably going to lose this week. Cowboys are probably going to lose this week. And the Steelers just pull through at home, 5 p.m. Monday night. You know, they're probably complaining. They're playing at 5 p.m. again. Just get over it, win the game, go to 11-0. Or 12-0 now, 12-0. And just, just, just help us out. Get, get me worst 12-0 team trending again. Help us out. Help us out. And the Steelers, I think, will help us out. Because Tomlin said, you know, they sucked last game. And they did. They played terribly against a Ravens team that was really undermanned. And it was a really underwhelming performance. They did enough to win, which was huge. But I don't see them coming out flat two weeks in a row. We get that little bonus game and on Monday at 5 p.m. So it'll be nice to see, nice to watch. I'll go with the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going with the Steelers here. I could see a scenario where Washington maybe plays it close for a little bit, but I can't see much more than that. No, everybody thinks Washington's really good. If the Giants beat them twice, then it's uh, <laughs> they ain't that good. Sorry. Um, they they beat the doors off the Cowboys, but the Steelers ain't the Cowboys on the road again. Let's go with the Steelers to twelve and zero, doing the NFC East a solid as they all probably lose games as well. Forty ers and the Bills. I'm going Bills. Um, Bills have just much more to play for. Um, they kind of need this game um, just to continue keeping distance between them and Miami. Like we said, Miami probably going to win this week. Um, so if this game is in Santa Clara, I'm taking the Niners. This game is in Arizona. Yeah. Yep. Thank you, Santa Clara County for kicking out your football franchise. Here we're looking at the 49ers at, in Arizona on the road. I mean, technically on the road, I guess. Yeah. yeah. The Bills are also coming back to the cursed stadium of the DeAndre Hopkins Hail Mary. Yeah. I saw somebody on Bills Twitter this week saying, 
we really have to go back to that stadium. Yeah. And I don't know. I think the Bills have uh, enough talent to beat the Niners. The Niners really um, played well against the, the Rams last week. So that gives me a little cause for pause, but I'll go with the Bills. They're going to, they're going to keep, keep their train rolling. Who'd they play last week? The Bills last week played. Oh, the Chargers at home. The Chargers at home. Yeah, they'll keep their train rolling down the down the track. I'll go with the Bills. Re- revenge that loss in uh, State Farm Stadium. Get the win against the Niners that are sneaky. Yeah. Sneaky okay. I'll put them in a sneaky okay. Yeah. I think Bills win. Um, like I said, they just have more to play for. Um, and, yeah, the Niners aren't in their stadium because, you know, Santa Clara decides to just kick everybody out because California is just that, you know, such a great, such a great state. Um, Did you hear that um, both LA teams are preparing for the very same thing to happen? Mm. Insanity. I can't believe it. Like there's been no proof that during games COVID will transmit. So I get it maybe on the high school level, but don't kick out your, your pro football franchises, people. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Moving to the last game of the week. Ravens? Tuesday Cowboys. night football. We need a little Tuesday night football with the Ravens and the Cowboys. Once again, here we go. Here Who, we go. Who's on the call for this one? Uh, it's Buck and Aikman because it was supposed to be a Thursday night game. Oh, it is Buck and Aikman. Uh, yeah, because you got to put Aikman with his Cowboys. No, it was just supposed to be a Thursday night game. There's no oh, Cowboys okay. bias. Gotcha. So um, the Thursday night crew that was supposed to be calling it, you have the Ravens at home. Once again, just do me a solid. Beat the Cowboys. I know you're COVID ravaged. Is Lamar going to be back? Nobody knows. Maybe they know. I don't know. The Ravens here, do me a solid, win at home. They looked good against the Steelers. The defense looks very good. Um, defense came out, played well against the Steelers. Why can't they do the same thing against the Andy Dalton-led Cowboys, yep. who proved on Thanksgiving that they can't look good against a rested or against the Cowboys team. Or, no, against the Washington football defense that looked very good. So I'm going to go with the Ravens. Hopefully Lamar's back. I'm going to do a little research on that. And we'll see. Yep. I'm going going Ravens too. Lamar, I think, is supposed to be back. He's eligible to return Sunday from the COVID list. It's just a matter and I think they're gonna play him no matter what. I don't Oh yeah. Oh yeah, they should they should play him then. Um so yeah, I'm going Ravens with Lamar here. And this one pretty easy. I think they just beat the Cowboys. Uh quick End it quick with an update on the points so far. Um, you're at 131. Um, actually, and this is what I also wanted to look at, NFL uh, expert predictions. Um, 2020 NFL expert picks. Here we go. I want to see where you'd end up record-wise. Because we were doing this earlier or whatever, and so – Currently, you're sitting at 107 with a record of 107, 55, and 1. I feel like that's not updated. I feel like 107, 55, and 1 is updated as of today. 
Oh no, it's not. You're 100. It hasn't right. been updated for a week. You're at 117. It's no, it's been updated. Oh, believe me. 117 is right, based okay. off the expert picks. So 117 would put you at the current leader. There's two leaders. It would put you in third in ESPN's picks among their experts. Let's go. 121 and 55 is the leader over there. There's two 121 and 55s, and then 118 and 58. It's off slightly because I don't know how they did their tie, so we're off by a game or two just because of that Eagles-Bengals tie. Um, but, yeah, you're in first place with 131. I'm in second with 106. Matt is somehow right behind me with 97. Um, <laughs> don't know how that's happening. Uh, Matt and I both, though, believe this. Matt and I both have the same amount of wins. Wow. But how the heck is that? All right. The picks need to be figured out here because we should have the same record if we have both same, same amount of wins. No, Matt, Matt uh, probably picked a few upsets wrong or locks wrong. He has gotten many locks wrong. Yeah, but if we have the same amount of wins, whatever. So all you need to know, you're in first. I'm trailing in second. Matt's right behind in third. Uh, Nick and Jamal don't have, didn't start picking at the beginning, but um, Nick actually did really well last week. I think we had the highest point total last week just because there were, like, no buys. <laughs> so there were so many points up for grabs. Nick had 14, which I believe might be the highest of the season so far. Maybe tied. That might be cap. Let's, let's see how I did week two. Week nine, you had 14. Yeah, I got 15. That's cap. Did you? Yeah, we do. You had 15. 15. Yep. All right. So Kev still holds the highest point total. We'll have to figure out what we're going to do for playoffs. Um, so I don't know. We'll have to figure out how we're going to pick playoffs. What pains me is one of the two games I got wrong that week was the Giants. I just picked the Giants early in the year. Ugh. Um. All right. So we got a full slate of games, good ones Um. tomorrow and – you know, we'll figure out when we want to do this, pick this back up next week, uh, maybe middle of the week, um, to discuss the week and then preview next week. We'll get Mr. Pickles um, on. Maybe we'll see if we can get Jamal on, if we can do it, you know, when Jamal's awake. So it's actually a perfect He's time. a busy guy. He's a busy guy. This is right before he goes to the gym. Um, but that'll do it for us. So, yeah, Sunday in the NFL coming up tomorrow. Thanks, Kev. Yeah.